Okay. All right, guys. Quick little, uh, actually, I'll, I'll hold off on that part. What's up, everybody? I am James Hake. This is The Hake Report. It's Tuesday, 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. March 2nd, 2021. I will get to your calls. 888-775-3773. But I have another quick little song for you while I'm introducing just what we'll talk about and letting people come on in. So, let's switch over to the uh, beach scene and listen to Dry Bones by Soul Junk. Hit it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Very nice. And I do see you guys on hold. Hit one if the volume's great. Hit two if it's too loud. And three if it's too quiet. <laughs> Nice Christian music. I like Christian music. <laughs> you know, guys, three. I'm getting threes, but maybe it's because I'm supposed to be talking over this. Yeah. Dawning Armor says three. What's up, man? Good to see you again. So, yeah, we keep it kind of quiet because I like to talk over the music. But I like the beach scene, a little bit of nice music. I got a super chat late yesterday from Hot Computer Smell on Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. He said, I hope I'm not sounding like a kiss-up, but I actually enjoy when you try different music on your show. One of my favorites was last summer when you played... 16 horsepower. Yeah, and I played that. 16 horsepower. Nice Christian music. And especially No Temptation by Brian Wood, which I would like to request today. Yeah, No Temptation is a good song. <laughs> I like that song. Let's bring the music down lower. And Colth Wilt said, Dawning Armor was awesome yesterday. Yes, and I enjoyed all the calls yesterday. And I have a lot of calls to get to today. My second favorite caller, Earl from Michigan, wants to come back with some things to talk about. I do want to talk about this Capitol Riot fallout. The fallout. Don't give them the excuse, guys. It is not Trump's fault, despite what many liars say. Trump did call for 10,000 troops, as I previously reported. And there is more background. There is a person who was a Trump supporter, seemingly a nationalist, a guy who worked for the, N the NSA director, Michael Flynn, General Flynn, the nationalist. And he turned out to be kind of a backstabber. What the heck? He was so much of a insider that some people thought he was Q. This young man named Ezra Cohen, I will talk about that. There's a crazy smear upon whites with the attacks on Asians. They're blaming Trump and whites for it. Give me a break. They're pushing reparations. 
Obama supported reparations. I told you about that yesterday. Just all kinds of stuff going on. Obama has <laughs> Barack Obama has a podcast. If anybody listened to it, is it as good as mine? I doubt it. Definitely less truth being told. He co-hosts it with Bruce Springsteen. That guy who's used to sing some good songs, but pretty much an anti-American person. From way back into this day, the truth is being canceled. Amazon is burning books. To Not this day! <laughs> nice. I enjoy this music. I don't know if it goes well with me trying to talk over it, but whatever. There are major communist virus shutdowns still going on, and the people who are enforcing them are not taking them seriously themselves. There are phony Republican politicians, Ben Sass, Adam Kinsinger, Kinsinger, who are being hailed as refusing to bow. Give me a break to Trump because they're liberal phony Republicans, rhinos. And I say liberal because they believe in the racism thing. What else can you be if you're falling for that lie? What else can you be? You can't be an honest person. I don't think. Honestly brainwashed? Maybe. I just don't think so, though. Immigration out of control? What a mess. Oh, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are spreading mess. They went on Oprah over the weekend, I think. It's terrible. Anyway, guys, all that and your calls. Let's... Is it time? Let's get on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh. I am fine. I hope you enjoyed that little opening music. I'm still working it out, still working it out. Somebody said, Barry Sotero's podcast is called I Hate America. And that's a reference to Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama. I heard that his last name, was, it that, was that the Indonesian last name, Sotero? I don't know. But he went by Barry instead of Barack Barry. <laughs> Barry. Get it? Barack. Barry. And Sotero, I guess that's a, his Indonesian stepfather's last name. I don't know. I'm just purely guessing. And it is titled, I Hate America. But it's not explicitly titled, I Hate America. <laughs> it's titled something like, something renegades. Yeah, like they're real renegades. Born in the USA. <laughs> and I've chuckled about this before because was Trump really born in the USA? We don't know. <laughs> Some people have other 
possible names for the pod the ti the title of the podcast that I will not repeat. But yeah, um, Born in the USA was a Bruce Springsteen song, and no, it is not a pro-America song. It's smearing America, as I recall. Talks about, you know, smearing our past wars that we got into, which I don't know, but just saying, off to kill the yellow man. <laughs> that's actually a part of, that's actually a phrase that's repeated in the uh, Born in the USA song. Pretending that it was about, oh, we're just killing these people because they're yellow. <laughs> Meaning Asians. What a shame. What a terrible shame. So, before I get to calls, I want to give you guys some information and a little bit of commentary about this Capitol riot situation. There's a hearing going on right now. A boring hearing with the so-called Senate Judiciary Committee, which their chairman is this guy, Dick Durbin. Dick Durbin, who's been in the government for ages. He's a senator from Illinois, a Democrat, of course, right? And they're interviewing this guy who many people have been calling to fire, for President Trump to fire, named Christopher Ray. I'm having to uh, turn off my Wi-Fi, make sure that my, my uh, periscope continues. Let me know if there's any buffering, guys. Press one if the stream's great, two if it's awful, which you wouldn't be hearing me anyways, and three if it's a little spotty, but okay. Um, but Christopher Ray is the director of the FBI. He replaced the other sleazy scumbag rhino, and Christopher Ray is indeed a so-called Republican. He's like 54 years old or so. He's a rhino, a rhino. He supported, he was under George W. Bush administration. And he believes in this racism thing. And he said that whites, didn't he say that whites are the, are the major terror threat to America? Whites. Give me a break. Many other people have said similar things in the swamp. I mean the government. But this guy... People have been calling for Christopher Ray to be fired. Many people. Many conservatives on the right. Decent people. Christians. Um, and Trump never fired him. Trump already fired James Comey. James Comey was the guy who preceded Christopher Ray. What's that tell you about the FBI? At least at the so-called leadership level. I think a whole bunch of... Lower-level people are a bunch of blind, brainwashed liberals just like these guys. Another rhino. I th did you know that Comey is supposed to be a Republican? A total rhino. The Bushes didn't even support Trump, so it tells you what type of people these people are who call themselves Republicans. Being Republican doesn't mean you're on their side of what's right anymore. I don't know if it, I don't know if it really ever did, because a lot of these people are just utter phonies. Sickos. Lesser evils, right? Um... People think there are people, but anyway, with regard to this riot thing and showing up to these protests, don't give anybody the excuse. You know, you hear blacks being told regarding cops, don't give cops the excuse to uh, hit you or to uh, handle you roughly. Don't give them the excuse. But blacks can't help themselves. And nowadays, there's a few, 
a very few of whites who are fallen for the same trap, given the excuse. And some idiots think, oh, the side who riots gets the grease. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? So the side who riots gets what they want. That's not the case. And they, their reasoning is, oh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they riot. And they get pretty much everything they want on some level. And the attacks go against the Trump supporters who are overwhelmingly well-behaved. No, it's the side of great evil that gets what they want. Did you, have you noticed that? They get rewarded by the side of lesser evil. The Democrats get rewarded by the rhinos, the Republicans, who are still evil, but they're just uh, so-called lesser evil. That's why you don't, I guess that's why you don't really vote for the lesser of two evils if you can help it. Because it never works. The lesser of two evils never works. Just the evil, the lesser evil only ever gives way to ever-increasing evil. The FBI director, Christopher Wray, according to the Epic Times just today, said that the January 6th Capitol breach was domestic terrorism. It's ridiculous. And maybe, I mean, if, uh, if you want to get technical, I guess some of, in some cases it was, if you're moshing with the Capitol Police and punching them and stuff like that, I guess, if you want to call it that. But they're, you know, as, as you know, they're completely ignoring the greater evil upon America, which is the swamp, the government, and the people who are um, destroying cities with, with the shutdowns and with the riots. And with the false smears upon whites and police. D.C. residents, 95% Democrats, according to the Revolver News, are begging the feds to take down the razor wire at the Capitol. Did you know that the Capitol, they put up a bunch, a big fence around the Capitol to protect from the so-called domestic terrorists from invading? They put up a wall, <laughs> or a fence anyway, and razor wire. Razor wire is like barbed wire, but worse, because it cuts you like crazy. And the DOJ is seeking new terror powers, according to Revolver and Yahoo News. Meanwhile, they endlessly repeat that this violent terrorist insurrection at the Capitol left five people dead. And that's, a, that's an utter deception, as I've said before, and you've heard it on many other places. Tucker Carlson has mentioned it. Those five people, one of them was a Trump supporter shot by a cop. And she wasn't doing anything but jumping through a window that she shouldn't have been jumping through. And then the, uh, there was an officer who died. And there is new evidence that likely clears MAGA of the murder charge, because they're accusing these people of murdering the police. Some of them were punching. And there is a growing anti-cop element because the cops have been enforcing unjust laws. And people are getting sick of it. An unjust policy of anti-men, anti-freedom, all kinds of stuff going on. And then sometimes people uh, don't like that cops... Sometimes get on a power trip or whatever. But they were claiming that this guy was hit with a fire extinguisher. And then that turned out 
It might have been fake news. It might have been fake news. What a mess. There are more than 300 criminal defendants with regard to this situation. 540 suspects. When I highly doubt even a third of those people did actual wrong. But anyway, it's not Trump's fault, though. It's not Trump's fault. He knew that the turnout would be huge. He called for 10,000 National Guard troops on January 6th, and reportedly Pelosi refused, according to Revolver and the National Pulse. Trump knew the January 6th turnout would be amazing. He'd been calling for people to show up. Many people did, including some of you guys. You guys stayed peaceful. He said, he gave, he said that he gave the numbers to the Department of Defense, insisting 10,000 members of the National Guard would be needed. They took that number, from what I understand, this is Trump talking on Fox News with Steve Hilton, who was hosting after his CPAC speech, which took place last week. They took that number, from what I understand, they gave it to the people at the Capitol that is controlled by Pelosi, and I heard they rejected it because they didn't think it would look good. Reminds me, it reminds me a lot of the Charlottesville situation, where the whites and different people who love America don't like these tearing down of our monuments, wanted to protest the tearing down of the General, General Robert E. Lee's statue, and they had a right to be there. They, got the, they secured a, a um, permit, and they protested peacefully, and then Antifa showed up, and Black Lives Matter showed up, and cops didn't keep the parties separated, so Antifa and Black Lives Matter pepper sprayed the whites, attacked them, physically attacked them, hit them with, hit them and their cars with uh, poles and sticks. And one of the guys freaked out and drove into a crowd, one of the white guys. A guy who had crazy anger issues between himself and his mother and all kinds of stuff going on. Anyway, uh, it was a setup. The cops stood down. The news confirmed reporting, by the way, um, Trump's comments follow reports that Pelosi discouraged the sergeant-at-arms from deploying the force in an implausible timeline whereby Pelosi approved a request from the National Guard before it was even received by former sergeant-at-arms Paul Irving. The news confirms reporting from Vanity Fair, the far-left enemies of America outlet Vanity Fair, mostly ignored by the mainstream media that acting Secretary of Defense Christopher Miller recounted Trump repeatedly telling people they'd need 10,000 troops. Quote from the Vanity Fair article. On the evening of January 5th, the night before, a white supremacist mob stormed the Capitol in a siege that would leave five dead, which is an utterly, utter lie, right? The acting Secretary of Defense Christopher Miller was at the White House with his chief of staff, Cash Patel. Let me show you this Christopher Miller guy. I have a picture of this Christopher Miller guy who was the acting Secretary of Defense. This guy. He was... So he talked with this Vanity Fair reporter, like this Vanity Fair, Fair reporter was hanging out with him. And this guy says that he and this Cash Patel guy, who's a wild-eyed assistant of his, Indian or something like that, they were meeting with Trump on an Iran issue. 
Miller told this reporter, Adam Kurowski. There's a Cash Patel. Believe it or not, he's like a talented lawyer or something. He look, reminds me a little bit of, he has that boomer stare. <laughs> reminds me of Cortez or me with those wild eyes. But anyway, he's like a, I don't know. I don't know much about him. But he was a, the chief of staff under Christopher Miller, acting secretary of defense. So Adam Sirolsky is this far-left Vanity Fair reporter who's smearing whites, right? White supremacists. Where were the, the white supremacists in the Capitol? I don't know any. Um, he rode shotgun with Miller in his last days in office. The conversation, though, at the White House with Trump and this Secretary of Defense switched gears. The president, Christopher Miller recalled, the president asked how many troops the Pentagon planned to turn out the following day for the Capitol. Protest. It was a protest planned, right? Stop the steel rally, as they called it. We're like, we're going to need, we're going to provide any National Guard support that the district requests, District of Columbia, run by Nancy Pelosi. I hear. I hear that she's in charge. Because she's what, the, the House Majority Speaker? Speaker of the House? Yeah. I guess the Speaker of the House is in charge of the National Guard. And District of Columbia is also under that mayor, that black female mayor. Anyway, and Trump goes, you're going to need 10,000 people, according to Christopher Miller. And he says, no, I'm not talking bogus speech. He said that. And we're like, maybe, but you know, someone's going to have to ask for it. At that point, Miller remembered the president telling him, you do what you need to do. You do what you need to do. You're going to need 10,000. <laughs> That's what he said. Swear to God, said this Christopher Miller guy. So, see, Trump was looking out for America, as always. As always. An event king. <laughs> By the way, the title of this dumb Vanity Fair article is a quote that says, The president threw us under the bus. And I have a picture of this guy who said that. That's a quote from Ezra Cohen. C-O-H-E-N. Cohen. Ezra. Actually, his name is Ezra Cohen Watnick. It's a hyphenated license name. Cohen hyphen Watnick. What a name. And this guy was with the Trump team for a long time. He was like a protege of... uh, of, um, what's that guy's name? Ah, oh, the NSA director whom Trump fired for so-called lying to the Pence. No, 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 not, not Wolf. <laughs> he looks like a protege of Chad Wolf. No, this guy's a nationalist. Uh, the, what again? What was his department? The NSA director. Oh, man. National Security Advisor, Trump guy, Flynn. This guy was a protege of Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn. This Ezra Cohen-Watnick. By the way, he married a woman named Rebecca Miller. I don't know if that's any relation to Chris Miller or what? Christopher Miller? In November 2016 in a Jewish ceremony. And by the way, some people believe that that guy was Q, this young 34-year-old, whatever his name is. But he's another of the top confidants of this Christopher Miller guy who said that Trump 
repeatedly said, you're going to need 10,000 troops. But this Ezra Miller guy said the president threw us under the bus. Ezra Cohen Watnick. And he was the, um, he was like the under guy for the National Security Council or whatever. He was basically in the government, in the Trump administration. And I think he might still be in the government now under Biden. Interesting. Some people believe this guy was Q, <laughs> exposing the pedophiles and helping Trump to take down evil people. But he said the president threw us under the bus. Look at this guy. Are you QAnon? One of Trump's officials brushed with an internet cult gone horribly wrong. This was after the capital, situ- capital situation. Ezra Cohen Watnick said, The president threw us under the bus, and when I say us, I don't mean us political appointees or only us Republicans. This guy calls himself a Republican. He threw America under the bus. He caused a lot of damage to the fabric of this country. Did he go and storm the Capitol himself? No, but he, I believe, had an opportunity to tamp things down, and he chose not to. And that's really the fatal flaw. I mean, he's in charge, and when you're in charge, you're responsible for what goes wrong. What a snake. Very disloyal, Cohen Watnick. Ezra Cohen Watnick. And Trump had saved this guy before. In March of 2017, Lieutenant General H.R. McMaster, who was a Trump appointee, and he was a mess. He turned out to be a mess. He had told Cohen Watnick, the senior director for intelligence programs at NSC, the National Security Council, that he would be moved to a different position after CIA officials had pushed for his ouster. CIA officials. Deep state. According to Politico, Trump overruled this decision after Cohen Watnick, who was 30 at the time, appealed to the White House advisors Stephen Bannon and Jared Kushner, Trump's Jewish son-in-law, Politico reported. Citing two people with knowledge of the episode, Cohen Watnick had become close with Bannon and Kushner while working on the Trump transition team. He was recruited He was recruited to the transition team by McMaster's predecessor, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who resigned as the National Security Advisor. Wow, McMaster was in charge of the National Security, the NSA, right? Or whatever it is. National Security Advisor. Man, what a mess. Terrible. So Trump saved him, and then he turns around four years later and backstabs him, claiming that Trump threw America under the bus. What are you even talking about? I wonder if that's just, um, I wonder if that's just him being politically correct so he can keep his job up in D.C. I don't know, but that seems very disloyal to me. What a shame. Anyway, I'm going to get to more on the smear on whites and all that stuff, but I had to share that information with you. Just some interesting side notes as you see, I don't know if you're even paying attention, honestly. I don't know who really even cares about this capital thing except for people who are all into politics and really hate Trump. Other than that, I can't imagine that anybody's really all that concerned about the capital <laughs> insurrection. Give me a break. Anyway, I got to get to Earl in Michigan. He wanted to finish up yesterday's conversation. He tried to ask me another question after 20 minutes of talking. So what's up, Earl? How are you doing? Hola, buenos dias. Hey. 
Yeah, James. Hank. Good morning. Yeah, fella. But just FYI, if you don't believe Trump is responsible for the Capitol riots, I got a bridge I'd like to sell you. Are you, what, is, you, what is that supposed to mean, Earl? That you're stupid as you're just a blind fellow and you can't see the forest for the trees. Back and anybody at you. That points out, and anybody that points out uh, uh, anything your, your fearless uh, uh, God says, uh, you call him a, a, a disloyal. That's, 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 a, that's a token symbol of, of, a, of a follower. You got to be blindly loyal. Nope. False. Don't, Utterly false. Don't go against the, grave. the only thing that you, you said that's true, only thing that you said that's true is that Trump is fearless. Yeah. The whole rest of it is a bunch of gobbledygook. You don't have no clue what well, you're talking about. You because you're a blind follower. In fact, you know, in fact, you're just a blind, sheepless, sheep follower. And just <laughs> sheepless. Just sheep get follower. used to it. In fact, you're Earl, Earl. In fact, this what? guy, Cohen, never even mentioned a word that Trump said. So you don't know what you're talking about. I said you were a flat, uh, you claim that You claim that I called him disloyal because he pointed out something that Trump said. No, he didn't point claim, out anything I that claim, Trump said. I claim you, you claim uh, just about anybody who disagrees with Trump as disloyal. No, this uh, guy. This guy uh, worked anybody. for Trump. You're such a follower. This guy worked that you for can't Trump. Say Earl. Anything, Earl. You can't say anything that your leader uh, that disagrees with your leader, or that person. He's not must my be leader. He's not it's, my leader. He's a leader. He, like he's America's leader. Earl. Earl. The, you're not making sense. No, I you can't. can't you're I, just repeating I, the stupid media. In, cl oh, in falsely what, claiming that Trump what, is what, guilty. What, 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 what makes Trump says. responsible for the riot? It's, what makes Trump responsible for the riot, Earl? It's fact. It's fact. Uh, uh, you always talk about where your source comes from. Your source comes from places like Epic Times, who said he wanted, uh, he was going to uh, be reelected. They didn't they say that. They did, not say that. they did not say you that. They did not say that. You're lying. You they, they did only, not say that, Earl. The only paper in town Earl. that went with Trump Earl. as a winner. Earl, they did not James. say that. James! <laughs> yes, it did. No, it did not. And you recited it. No, I did you not. You talking about what Epic Times says. Uh, when, when Fox News said that uh, uh, Biden won... And Epic Times that w went against it and said Trump won. That's you false. With Epic Times. You have no clue what you're talking about, Earl. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm going to put Trump. you on hold if you it's don't a, be quiet. It's your own words. I'm not going. I'm going to put on you on hold. If, okay, I put him on hold. What the Epic Times said: election outcome unclear, as litigation and other questions rise regarding the election. Election outcome unclear. It was unclear. It never said that Trump won. So, Earl, you're a liar. No, you're just wrong. I go back to your text. No, you're just wrong. You figured out. Um, also, you said, uh, what did Trump do? Well, one thing he did, you know uh, uh, that, that, that protest... Did you know, to, Earl? Did uh, you know? Did you know? Did you know? Talking, man. Uh, no, be now, quiet. Are you trying to detract me again? Yes, be quiet. Are you trying to detract me? Yes. So I won't tell what I was going to say? Yes, H hold your thought. Hold your thought.
No, I can't hold my thought. Yes, if you, you can. distract me with a with a question or something. Yeah, you can hold your thought. No, did you know? Just listen to what I was just going. No, I'm not going to listen to you. And no. you, you hold. I'm putting him on hold because I want him to answer this question before he goes on with his mess about accusing Trump. Earl, did you know that Trump called for ten thousand troops to be at the Capitol repeatedly? I don't believe that was one second. Okay, I'll tell you, why. you did not know that. All right. I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. You notice, uh, uh, as I was going to say, the uh, the protest was was originally scheduled for around the twenty second or the twenty third. No, it was Trump scheduled for the sixth. Trump and his administration had them uh, change the date to January the 6th. And so they had to go back, change the permits that was for the second, uh, 22nd and 23rd, change it to the, to the 6th. And, uh, Good. when he did change it, uh, to the 6th, they, they only had permits that, uh, covered a certain area. One of the areas that didn't cover was a march to the Capitol. So Trump, they Trump was not the only one pulling the, permits to the uh, to the protests. No, he didn't hold the permits. I said he had the organization that was organizing change their. He was not. What makes protest. you think that he was in charge of those organizations? He had to be in charge. They just responded to his request. And Earl, what's because wrong with having a what's What's wrong with having a protest? What's wrong with having a protest January sixth? That's the day that Congress is supposed to have their joint session. We want to have a protest that day. There's nothing wrong with having a protest on that date. So what's wrong with having a protest on January 6th? Because, just like you said, it didn't do Trump any good to have a protest on the 22nd or 23rd because the deal would have been done uh, on the 6th. And it it wouldn't benefit Trump, the 22nd or 23rd so of, of December? changed to the 6th. And so uh, it was only in Trump's benefit that they needed to stop the count, stop the process on the 6th. In no way so, does that prove that he's remotely responsible for the riot on the 6th. Nothing about that says, proves anything. And then you said that even if that's true, which you seem to have the folks, you seem to have the story confused, anyways. But you, that means nothing. He wanted to have the troops, uh, a guard there for his own people that he purposely uh, arranging. Uh, you wanted a, a national guard there to go against the very people that he wanted to uh, assemble on the six. Another no lie, sense. Earl. Another lie. That makes no L- sense, Earl. Earl. You make no sense. That's why you, you, your world doesn't make sense. Uh, Earl. Shut up, chief. <laughs> Earl, the National Guard isn't to go against the, the protesters. It's a, to keep the peace, to protect the protesters from the people who may get out of hand. Duh! What? You said it's people... It's not known for getting out of hand. Who was it going to protect Very Trump? true. But when you have huge numbers, like Trump knew that there was going to be huge numbers, 
That's when you bring troops in to keep the peace, because when you have huge numbers, you're bound to get some bad apples. Like the Proud Boys, no. like the Oath Keepers. Proud Boys like, and Oath uh, Keepers are QAnon, not bad apples. Like, uh, QAnon uh, are just well-behaved. Like Earl, Earl, you gotta be, you gotta calm down. Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, QAnon. Every now and then you may, may get some nuts in those groups, especially QAnon. I don't know anything about them, but I hear that they believe stuff that's not true. But with Proud Boys and Oath Keepers, those are generally well-behaved, well-disciplined people. So you're smearing innocent Americans, Earl. You should be ashamed of yourself. And white-wing racist. All right, thank you. Very nice. Boring. Let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? Rick is not ready. Um, somebody check on Nick for me. I mean, uh, Rick for me. Asmodor says, Earl screeching like a triggered little girl. Yes. Earl calling anyone else stupid is the pot calling the pedal, the kettle an N-word. It's true. I'm going to get to Earl in a second, but I got another super chat on uh, Trovo. Trovo.live slash the Hake Report. Oh, I screenshotted it. Let me just get this. Pull this up. Cobra Koi 99 says, Hake, I was late to the show. Can I get a, hey guys, soundbite? <laughs> and he laughs. Nice. Yeah, you just got that. Thank you, Cobra Koi, for the support, as always. Let me check on Rick in Hampton, Virginia. What's up, Rick? How are you doing? My brother, but I hit my mute button by mistake. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, no worries. Man, I'm telling you, now here's why I love to hit liberals at. Like, for example, you know, liberals, they always say the rich ain't taxed enough, right? Right. So I had a friend of mine that hit the lottery, $250,000. So now, I said, if you had been under President um, Obama's tax, you would have been taxed at a 39% rate. But yep. President Trump dropped it down to 32%, and good thing that you got in just in time, because this is this probably going to be before Biden probably raise them back up to about 40%. Crazy. And, and, and this is this is the reason why you look for a loan, because you may become wealthy one day. You know, because the way the Democrats do, they want to keep they want to keep you thinking you'll never get to where you'll be core, depending on the government the rest of your life till you get your grade. Right. And they don't think about this. That's a good example, man. Now... Now they duck it and dodge and talk about how they're going to avoid the tax. Well, I say, well, this is what you voted for. Right. And it came. It's a you shame. Know, now, yes, and she's looking about at least 32, at least about, like I said, thank God President Trump was dumping the uh, federal taxes down. But when you get to what, like, um, with taxes, you're looking at about at least about 40% of taxes. Wow. That's terrible. You know, and, um, yeah, and uh, about time I was looking at it on online, like a sample. They said it, when it's all over, when she pays federal, state, you know, Social Security, Medicaid, all that stuff, she have about hundred fifty thousand. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's yep, terrible, so, man. Yeah, I mean that's what y'all said. That's what the fuck guys vote for. So that's part of the deal. And yeah, so oh, old President Trump. Yeah, so. You don't hear the media talking about that. And guess who else is quiet, too, Brother James? Who's that? Cuomo Prime Time. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll hear him screaming now. <laughs> yeah, these CNN should be ashamed of themselves. They support all kinds of evil. I talked yeah, about they how do, they're man. pushing this Women's History Month stuff, and nothing that uh -huh. they're nothing that they're citing in Women's History is anything good. It's all about pushing for the right to vote, which what good has that done? They've only elected more progressive, so-called progressive leadership since women have been voting. They've been overwhelmingly been supporting communism. They've become useful idiots for evil. And they're more miserable than ever. So nothing good about women's history. But CNN is pr pretending that it is. And they're pretending that, oh my gosh. I saw some numbers about homosexuality on the rise. Yeah. And it is through the roof amongst the younger generations. It is crazy. Um, you know what, James? Yes. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead. for it. You know, I got to say, man, it's due to no fathers being at home, man. Like the men are That's a big... attractive to act feminism, man. They, yeah. They, and to me, most of CNN, man, to me, they, they tend to be beta male. They Stay close to your phone, react. Rick. Okay, I'm sorry. Most most of the men in uh, CNN, they tend to be beta males. To me, they tend to overreact, get to screaming at you when you disagree with them. I know. Their top, I mean? their top two people are radical homosexuals who just do nothing yeah. but smear uh, Trump. Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper and uh, Don Lemon. Don Lemon Man. used to be somewhat fair-minded, even though he was homosexual. Yeah, like he we did thought, oh, one time. He, at least riots are bad, right? And then uh, I think that former communist, and I say former very loosely, he's probably still a communist. Van Jones got mad at Don Lemon for saying riots are bad. Back in 2014 or so. But yes, uh -huh. according to a Gallup poll in 2020, Americans LGBT self-identification self by generation. Gen Z, ages 19 to 24, they call that. 15.9% are LGBT. Told you. It's been, wow. they're pretending like it's cool. I heard that during the Roman times, they were pretending that... Um, well, not pretending, homosexuality was through the roof during the Roman times at the end of the Roman days. Millennials, 9.1%, that's ages 29 to 40, which I seriously doubt these numbers, right? But that's what they're pushing. Generation X, which is 41 to 56, ages 41 to 56, 3.8%. Baby boomers, 57 to 75, 2%. Traditionalists, ages 75 and older, 1.3%. I mean, partly that's because... They don't live as long. It's not good for you to be LGBT because uh, you tend to live self-destructively. That is a self-destructive uh, mindset to take on. But more adults, what? more U.S. adults, according to Gallup, identify as LGBT than ever before. They're trying to say 16%. Some UCLA guy is, is promoting it. That was, from, wow. that was from a CNN thing. And they're pretending, they're going to pretend, of course, that, oh, that's just because they got rid of the, um, the shame about it. See, probably all 16% all of traditionalists were, are homosexual too, but they're just ashamed of being who they are. But that's a lie. It's not who you are. It's a perversion that you've taken that's on. You right. can't control yourself. And they're promoting it as decent, putting the idea in people's heads, and they're promoting pornography and all kinds of degenerate practices to just pervert Man, you. I, and you tend to get worse. You tend to get more and more perverted. What a shame. Yeah, because you, 
you know, one, one thing about sin, you give it a little bit, you know, like if you stick your finger, then sin going to pull your arm in now. Yeah. And like to get pull your arm in now, then it start putting half your torso in there. It never gets enough, man. Right. And, and, you know, and... Um, Evil only grows. It, right. You're right. It, it, it grows, James. And, uh, and that's why I can't... Now you say you got pastors supporting this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very misguided. I mean, and they think that they're showing love. They think that they're showing love yeah, instead of hate. Well, it's, hey, partly, because, be nice it's partly because the conservatives ha- don't have perfect love. They don't show yeah, it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. In yeah, part. We just, you know, we get angry. We conservatives get angry because maybe we like, get so sick of it. Because they're like, they control yeah. everything, James. You know, they, they control the media. So right. when the conservatives try to be heard, then they twist what we say. Of course. Well, you let us talk at all. Yep. It is a mess you know. right now. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. It's like, it's like, it's, it's almost hard, you know, even with, um, if President Trump runs, I'm, I'm still like this, James. They don't solve that Dominion, the Smartmatic stuff, man, that, you know, software, it's still over. Wouldn't you agree? You know, those software companies, Dominion, Dominion and Smartmatic, the voting systems places, yeah. I think that uh-huh. they are calculated in... Because they're suing Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, like Fox News maybe, and different people who've called into question the uh, election results and tried underhandedly accuse them, if not outright con- accuse them, of helping, um, helping uh, change the results of the election, right? They have yeah. the mainstream media on their side, and right. that... That has influenced, and you know, they have the establishment government on their side, and the right. judges, so many of the judges, are not able, willing to scrutinize what the establishment narrative is. So they have, it's a, a calculated risk to sue these people, because um, they're not going to get found out if they, if they were guilty of anything, they're not going to get found out, because everybody says, la la la, nothing wrong here. Move along. Yep. Where's your, where's your evidence? Right. You don't have enough evidence. <laughs> and it can be the evidence right there. So that's what I'm saying, James. Yeah. How can, you know, if they don't solve that, man, you know, they're going to do it. But you the next, and the next person to be presidential election. Yeah. And it's Smartmatic and Dominion. I don't know if they did anything uh, shady with regard to the election uh, machines or whatever. But I do know, right. you can look at their Twitter account. It's just a bunch of liberal... Uh, what is that called? Um, diversity mess. They they support uh-huh. liberalism. They don't support what's right for America. They're not for honesty. When they say diversity, James, the only thing that tells me is all uh, they want. This, it's, it's a it's a new way to tell you to accept sin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. That's, that's all. That's all I look at. A new way to uh, a new way to tell you to accept sin. Yeah, that's the only thing that diversity mess me, man. And, did you hear about? I read online, man. A pro uh, a instructor got fired in New York from saying a woman is a woman and a man is a man. Yeah, I heard that too. Him. They uh, they suspended them and stuff, and um, and, and it's so fa- it's so funny, man. That and when he said that, everybody said, "I can't fight him because he's supposed to be racist." Well, I said, if he's backing what God is saying that my woman is a woman, man is a man, then me and him can shake hands. Right. I mean, it's and just common sense. If, if, right. If he was, if he were racist, as the liberals say, 
then to me, God has changed his heart if he's standing for God, and that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I appreciate you know, it, Rick. It's amazing. No problem, James. I love your show. Y'all keep up the good work, man. Thank you. Take care. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, I mean, look at the other guy who came out of Dominion and Smartmatic. Oh, Coomer. Eric Coomer. <laughs> he was a mess, according... If the reports about him are true in his Facebook page, he's a far-left liberal guy. Graduated from Berkeley with a degree in all kinds of, like, crazy engineering, right? Very smart guy, but very liberal. Dumb liberal in terms of that. Unwise. Very unwise. I want to get to BC in New Jersey. I think he's the one who called in at the tail end of the show yesterday. BC, what's up? Mr. Hank, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you? Good, yeah. I was I was your last caller. I only have 30 seconds, but it was still an enjoyable 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Great call. But uh, glad, glad to be on. Um, I actually had a question for Mr. Earl, and it's a shame that he's gone, but I'll, I'll throw it your way anyway. Yeah. Um, first of all, you, you were talking about uh, Anderson Cooper uh, yep. at CNN, and a few know this, but did you know he's a Vanderbilt? Oh, he married, did he, oh yeah, he's the son of, what's her name, Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a Vanderbilt. Yeah. What does that mean? What is a Vanderbilt? What are they known for? Vanderbilt's known for, uh, Vanderbilt's known for steel. Uh, oh, okay, they're, they're in charge of steel, the steel industry. They're a major part of the steel yeah, industry. Like, yeah, they were like a Carnegie back in the day. Uh, and so they're one of these elite globalist families. And so this is exactly how Anderson Cooper got this job. You know, he's the media wing of global capital. And it's no coincidence that he pushes LGBT, globalism, BLM, all the stuff, you know. And it's just, you know, if, and if, if you, you were talking about like, oh, uh, you know, how these people on CNN change their tune. Uh, and it's Van Jones. It actually isn't. I mean, Van Jones takes the same marching orders that they do. It's Jeff Zucker, the guy who owns CNN. You might want to look into him. He's an interesting character. He used to be um, in charge of, like, NBC or whatever was... NBC, that's right. Yeah, he was, yeah. like, friends with Trump during when Trump was in charge of, like, the top... One of the top shows over there. Oh, well, when The Apprentice made him money. Yeah. Trump, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that works? When yeah. It comes to politics, they're bitter, bitter end. You know, Jeff Zucker is not a nationalist, let's say that. Or he's a nationalist for a different country, if you catch my drift. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to ask Earl, but I'll throw it your way anyway. I heard that, I heard that Anderson Cooper, let me briefly interrupt you. Anderson Cooper, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. according to mentalfloss.com, he uh, interned at the CIA. Yes, that's right. That's right. What the yep. heck? I don't know if it was just. I think they. I think the CIA likes to say intern when they don't want to say agent. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so he may have been more involved you know I mean? with the CIA than the word intern might lead you to think. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so he, so Earl was like like to put the uh, the culpability of January sixth uh, wholly onto Trump. Yeah. Trump. Ridiculous didn't stop it enough, and more info has come out that he actually tried to, and the Capitol said no. Yeah. So, really, he did. But let, let's go Let's go with the initial thoughts of he called for the protest, the protest got out of hand, and him being the leader, he's somewhat responsible. Me and you both don't buy that, but let's enter that world of Earl. All right. Um, 
I imagine Earl is the type of guy that complains about the Klan, right? The KKK? Years, the yeah. Klan. Yeah, the KKK, you know. Is he willing to blame the feds and the deep state for that? Uh, seeing as probably 90% of Klan members for the past 40 years have been federal agents. Interesting. I doubt it, right? Yeah, I kind of doubt that he would be interested in that story or even know about it. Yeah, is he willing to blame Obama, Clinton, and Biden and Pelosi for enticing BLM Biden for the cost of the American billions of dollars last summer? Right. I doubt that. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it seems like there's just a lot of uh, picking and choosing that goes on, and it's just pure political, and I might even say it's purely racial. Like, I don't even know if he's, like, an actual liberal or if he's just pro-black, anti-white. Right. The Democratic Party is. Is, is that type of way. Yeah. So I think you might be right about you know, that. Yeah. And, you know, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. I think that you're right because the, we've heard stories that the FBI and CIA, one of those deep state groups, was infiltrating the black radical groups, right? They uh, were, oh, they're trying sure. to say that he, that they were involved in the assassination of, um, Malcolm X and stuff like that, and that yeah, they were <laughs> trying to smear. Um, they were trying to smear MLK, and basically, what the what I understand from these so-called intelligence agencies is they see something that's getting popularity, and they want their hands involved in it. They want influence on it, and if they can't have influence, they'll smear it and try to take it down, and. Basically, like, Proud Boys became very popular. It was started by Gavin McInnes, and he has a big platform, very popular host, and it became much bigger than Gavin McInnes because many of the people who, who are into Proud Boys, they just love America. They may be more, um, so, quote-unquote, extreme than Gavin, or they may be less extreme. Some of them are just liberals. But and, and, they, and you're right about that. he wants and, in on it. What happened to the Proud Boys? They got smeared and uh, torn down, uh, torn apart. Well, and the new head guy who took it over after Gavin yeah. turned out to be the federal informant. Right, Enrique Tario, <laughs> a former... Yeah, he, he knocked all those people to the feds. He was involved in all kinds of crime, and then he became a uh, federal informant, according to... Um, and I don't know if he's done any informing... Time, right? What's that? A story as old as time, right? right. <laughs> defense, they find someone who who has all to lose and has made a mistake. They turn him, yep. and then they have him infiltrate these groups or infiltrate these movements. And all of a sudden, the movement's dead and impotent, right? It's yeah. funny how that works. Yeah. Like, people like Earl would never blame the people on top when it works out his way, but he'll blame people like Trump when it goes against his way, right? Yep. Yeah. Blind person, just a sucker for the mainstream media, as long as the mainstream media is against whites and decent people. Absolutely. You diagnosed the problem perfectly. It's the same people who complain all day and night about Nixon. What did Nixon actually do? Oh, he, he, he laid, you know, he, he was listening to the political opponent's calls. I'm sorry, didn't Obama do that and get caught? Right. <laughs> yeah. Obama was, was wasn't Obama was spying on like the AP and other organizations? <laughs> yeah, he was spying on Trump. It's never Trump. Yeah. He spied on my campaign and got caught. Right. <laughs> and they're still trying to pretend that that wasn't true, and it is. It was proven true, 100%. but they're still trying to downplay it. 
exactly. That's why. Yeah. I, and, and hey, you're probably aware of this. I know JLP is. You probably are too. Most people, the masses, and this is even people on our side, are just reactive, responsive, no critical thought. So Earl will bark like a dog at these types of you know injustices when it benefits him. But yeah. He, he might be completely blind to it when it goes in his favor. He might not even know. Right. Again, he just responds to what's said to him. Yeah. And he'll never blame Obama. He'll never blame Bush. Well, he might blame Bush because he's a Republican. He'll never blame Bill Clinton. He'll never blame, you know, FDR or anyone that's, that, that's blue, right? Yeah. Or black. But, yep. You know, it's, it's, it's globalist against nationalist, man. You know this better than most. Yeah. And it's really good versus evil because the nationalists fall into evil as well. And even without being a controlled opposition, they're controlled by their anger. So many of us. Yep. No, that's true. Like, if people who reject a true nationalism, uh, an American nationalism, a Christian nationalism. You know, we have, we have sub-nationalists that are, you know, that are used to divide the country. And then we have, like, you know, the meta-nationalists, call them globalists, people who believe that nations don't exist. They yeah. They the world. And, I know. You know, it's... They're trying to destroy our civilization. Yep. It's a shame. It's crazy. I appreciate it, BC. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, good to hear. great talking to you as always. I uh, love the show. We'll watch it on Trovo. Um, you know, keep it going, man. And uh, hopefully one time I can get Earl on the, on the phone. Maybe, maybe, you can, maybe you can relay some of these thoughts to him. Not listening. Yeah. That sounds good, man. Take care. All right. All right. Uh, peace. Bye. Wow. There is a major smear on whites. Another major outlet blames Trump for the rising violence against Asians. And the outlet's only clip, and this is Revolver News citing a Reuters tweet. And the only clip, and you probably saw this on the Jason Lee Peterson show, was showing black assailants attacking an Asian-owned store. Robbing Asians. Or maybe they're just robbing some Asians in the store. <laughs> I don't know. But the U.S. Justice Department said it would investigate a rising wave of hate crimes. Which don't exist. It's don't exist. As Asian Americans, and many of them are not Americans, they're just Asians in America. <laughs> just FYI, side note. Have experienced a growing number of racially motivated attacks. And I don't know if it's racially motivated. Or if it's just... You're vulnerable, so we're attacking you. You know, the black criminals going after the Asians all over the country. Asian Americans have experienced a growing number of racially motivated attacks since former President Trump began referring to COVID-19 as a China virus. Yeah, and these are real Trump supporters. Blacks. Not. By the way, the Asians are forming community patrols, and they're beginning to buy guns according to Revolver, and good for them. But it's time to stop hating whites. Many Asians do. Or they're just suckered into this blind, brainwashed racism thing. Most Asians are Democrats, suckers. Or they become Republicans, but they become rhinos. There's this woman who I told you about her before. She won an election as a representative from maybe the Diamond Bar area here in California, not far from here. Maybe I'm confused about the exact location, but she's a representative, a U.S. congressman, 
a female congressman. And she said, the GOP doesn't stand for the grand old party of white men. It's, it's the uh, great opportunity party. And we have Asians and POCs and women. Stop kissing up to that mess, woman. <laughs> Somebody mentions the rooftop Koreans. Yeah, the Koreans over in K-Town over here. Just a couple miles that way. We're on the rooftops during the L.A. riots. Back when I was in, what, fourth grade or something like that? Crazy L.A. riots after, I guess that was the Rodney King riots. When Rodney King, the guy who was on drugs, led a police on a high-speed chase and wouldn't get down. And I heard that they banned a chokehold so they couldn't choke him, chokehold subdue him. So they had to hit him in the, in the, um, you know, the joints to uh, debilitate him. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. Look into it, somebody, for me. But, you know, they beat him because he was non-compliant, right? Uh, and he was like on, was he on PCP? Yeah. Rodney King, huge guy. Big black guy. He was on the Jesse Lee Peterson show a year or two or three before he was found drowned in his pool. But he was talking about, you know, can't we all just get along? <laughs> but there were crazy riots because the cops were not charged in that situation. A grand, I think it was a grand jury. All whites! Meaning fair-minded people, probably, right? <laughs> Did not charge him. Anyway, uh, the other, the uh, Asians protected their stores in uh, K-Town and elsewhere with Uzis. Uzis. Anyway, I'm going to get to this stuff about reparations as well as your calls. The lines are full. 888-775-3773. Oh, can I play that? Yeah, that break music. The one that... Uh, it's called Bring It On. It's a nice little two-minute clip uh, song. Um, and then I will get back to your calls, guys. I have, uh, next up, I have Ian in California who's been on hold forever. Wants to talk about an incident at work with a black teen. And the rest of you guys, hang tight. I will be right back.
pride on Mama. Me? I'm through running. I say we stick. I wonder why it faded out then. Maybe you you were playing it in the uh, were you playing it in the in a, that the video program? Because when you switched the view, it faded out. It didn't play the whole thing. No, I, I, it finished before I switched. But it didn't finish. Well, it finished. It played all the way through. It must have. It must automatically fade out itself then, because Wanna that wasn't the whole thing. Want to hear the end again? Yeah. Let's see. That's strange. Me? I'm through running! I say we stay here and fight it out. Yeah. I didn't fade it. I didn't do anything. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, well. That's uh, the reason I'm um, asking Joel about this. The uh, engineer guy is because that's, part, that's like my favorite part of the song. <laughs> Where it has that Army of Darkness quote. Army of Darkness is a what, a horror movie? A comedy? Something like that? I haven't even seen it, but I like that quote. I use that quote anytime people talk, try to tell me to leave L.A. or leave California. Although, who knows? Maybe I will, eventually. <laughs> Not that I have any intention to. I heard it, but it was very quiet. Yeah, me. That's, that's how it... Yeah, the first time. It faded out as... It was... I don't know. Anyway. Um... Who knows? I can't wait until Jesse Lee Peterson becomes president and bans all computers. Yeah, basically that's Evil Dead 3. Go ahead and run, run home and cry to mama. Me, I'm through running! I say we stay here and fight it out. <laughs> Very nice. Anyway, uh, I want to get to Ian in California. He's been on hold forever. Ian, what's up? Hey, hey. Hey. Thanks for having me back on. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, thanks uh, for calling. Uh, and holding. Are you on speakerphone? Uh, no, I'm not. Are you on Bluetooth or headset? No, no. I'm in, I'm in a small room. Maybe it's the echo. Let me open the door. Okay. Is that better? It might be better, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. It's probably because I'm in a small room right now. I'm at work, so. <laughs> uh, I appreciate yeah, you calling me from work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so this is an incident that happened today, but, you know, I'm a manager at a gas station. I actually work at two different gas stations I'm a manager at. Wow. And, um, yeah, I work two jobs. It's, I live out here in the Bay Area, California. It's, it's so expensive. It's almost impossible to live on your own. Right. And uh, so, anyways, I have a lot of incidents that always happen working at gas stations. I deal with a lot of people. And, you know, so this the incident that happened today... It's just one of many things that I see a lot of black teens, you know, causing destruction wherever they go. One, number one, they just pull up at, ga at gas pumps all the time and just empty out their cars of trash. Even though there's a trash can right next to their door that's available for them, they won't care. They'll just throw all the trash out leave it everywhere. On the ground? And on the ground, on top of the pumps, wow. everywhere. All the time. It's I'm not really bus. surprised I to hear that. But and I can uh, this this morning, this incident really got me because uh, this kid came in, and he obviously was like a kid. He asked for a swisher, right? So he can, you know. And I told him, okay, let swisher me see being ID. the the cigarillos, right? Yeah, yeah, swisher exactly. sweets. 
like what yeah, Michael yeah. Brown, like what Michael Brown took from this store, and then yeah, strong yeah, on yeah. the so store roll, manager. So he could roll a blunt. So he could roll a blunt. Yes. You smoke some pot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I, I told him no. Well, let me see your ID. And he's like, he's like, no, man. I always buy from here. Everyone always sells it to me. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't sell. I'm not selling to no kid. And he starts. He then starts. Uh, you know. Um, Telling me all the people, what everyone looks like there that sells it to them. And I said, no, look, and look, why would I sell to you when you're over here dry snitching on everybody here that, that you so called sold it to you? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then, and then he was like, well, if you want to act like that, you want to say I'm snitching, I'll beat your ass right now. And he started threatening me, telling me to come outside right now and fight him. So I, so I, I mean, I wanted to, Hey, I wanted, I wanted, there was nothing, there was nothing, to do, but I've already had a felony charge on me for assault. And I've been dealing with that felony charge for more than seven years now. I mean, I paid off Alameda County, $8,000 or more restitution fees. I've been to jail. I've been to Santa Rita. I come from an angry Mexican family where, you know, no one's allowed to punk you, but I'm half white. And I actually, I live like white cause I don't speak Spanish. Everyone sees me as a white guy. So I have to kind of go by that. Um, and, uh, but anyways, I called the cops on him, you know, and the cops come, and of course they just let him walk away. Right. They don't do anything. They, you know, I told him like, you know, that they don't, of course they, he's smiling at me, walking across the streets, staring at me, smiling at me, telling me he's going to come back and get me. And I have a nice car. Hey, I got like a $40,000 Lexus. And I always have to stress about one of, the, one of these days, you guys are going to have to come back and take revenge on me. And this is not the first time I had I had black teens rip, pull, keep the pump, close their window with the pump in their window and rip off the pump, even though I was just returning the wallet that they dropped on the floor. And I, that happened to me one time. I, I returned a wallet to a black teen. He opened his wallet and tried to start telling me I, I stole $100 from him. <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I, wor- I was like, I work here. I'm returning you your wallet. Why would I, why would I return you something that I stole from you? Right. And he literally ripped the pump out. That's crazy. And it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. So, uh, I mean, they, you know, you got all these people that call up here and like, oh, but, uh, but I didn't tell you. I mean, I've had some bad white people who, I mean, there's a lot of white people that are on drugs. I mean. Like, but the blacks always talk about the community, how uh, coke and crack fucks up the community. Well, meth, meth is fucking up the white community. Right. It's, it's Keep a, it clean, uh, Ian. Keep it clean. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a little, I have to, I have to get rid of my ghetto-ness, too. I mean, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get enough money, move away somewhere where ghetto-ness is not part of the community. Because it's, it's right. super strong out here in the Bay Area. It's really strong. Especially All at a gas scenes, station. Man, <laughs> you gotta be cool-headed, Ian. Yeah, I don't mean, try to get rid of that anger. I have all anger that dwells in me. I pray to God to get rid of my lust, my anger. I want to be, I want to be born again. I don't even want to have that. You know, I, you know, I, 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 I'm definitely looking for some revelation. I, you know, I want to be a good man. Uh, I want to have a wife and kids, and uh, it's just a lot when you're born with you're born into a place that everything's against you. You know. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to turn these guys into unnecessary enemies that just... Yeah. Because yeah, no, some I, of these I, people you know, are off. They will come back and try to get you or do something. And uh, yeah, you know, it's not honest, necessary. Yeah, and honestly, you know, I, I grew up... I, don't, I, want, I grew up with, like, my family. My family's Mexican. I, I, didn't, I never knew my white dad. Um, I only grew up with my Mexican mom and my Mexican family, and you know they and they were all honestly pretty racist. 
towards black people. And I, but I never believed in that growing up. You know, I always, I had black friends and my best friend was black and all that stuff. But now that I'm older, now I see why they say the things they say by some of the actions, but not saying that I am racist. Cause I, I do, I do have a lot of black customers every day. People that come here. I, I mean, Jesse Lee Peterson is one of my favorite people in the whole world. So, you know, and he's black and, and I would, I'm not even good enough to wipe off the dust off his shoes. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I love when he says that. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I just try to be real and tell the truth. And I do see a lot of bad things and like that. And just, it's the culture, you know, it's the culture. People are idolizing thugs and stuff these days. And it's real bad, you know? Yeah. That's wild, man. Well, thanks for the story. Keep, uh, Watch your back. Stay safe, man. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. <laughs> All right. Take care, Ian. All right. Appreciate Bye. you. What a mess. Oh, but Ian, it's not racist. <laughs> it's just... Anyway. Yeah. Crazy. Let me talk with Bobby in Texas. Wants to talk about these Trump backstabbers. Very disloyal backstabbers. What's up, Bobby? How are you doing? Pretty good, James. How you doing? Doing fine, thank you. Man, I was listening to Earl, and I just had to had to call in. It was just this guy doesn't he doesn't get it. He's like right. in Michigan, and he thinks he's got it. He's so privileged, you know. He has he has no clue. Yeah, he has no clue what racism is. But you live in a place that coddles and just wipes your little bottom, changes your little poopy diaper, and then he comes on and calls in and complains about stuff that he really has no clue about. Yeah, he thinks that me. That I'll call anybody a disloyal person if they don't follow lockstep with everything Trump says. And I'm pointing out that this guy accused Trump of making the problem worse for acknowledging what he sees as reality with regard to what happened with the election. When Trump, Trump was just being his usual peace-loving, truth-loving self. And this exactly. guy who, I'm a, I'm a this Cohen guy who, who accused Trump of throwing America under the bus, that's not a, that's not a decent thing to do about your boss who actually pulled for you. Anyway. Right, exactly. And you got, you got to be clear, like when we call these people disloyal, for the most part, we're calling these people that came and begged Donald Trump to give them an endorsement and right. help them, you know, get their position. And then they, as soon as they get it, they... They don't like how things are going, so they want to turn and tuck tail and run. Yeah, these like people abandoned their fair weather f- so-called friends. They abandon like him as quickly as it looks like he's lost favor or power, so-called power, worldly power. Like people like who was it, Mitch Mitch McConnell that yeah. came in and he he begged Donald Trump over and over, please endorse me for my, <laughs> my position. Yep. And when he did, he took it one, and then he completely like two weeks later backstabbed Donald Trump and was just like, you know, this is, and showed the whole world. I mean, we don't, we don't call Liz Cheney. We don't call, you know, Mitt Romney backstabbers. We know where they stood. You know, Yeah, they're evil. They are backstabbers though, because they pretend, they claim to be Republicans. They're nothing, nothing Republican about that. At least not, they're not backstabbing Donald Trump. You know, they, they, they made their place. They, they right. We all know they where they stand. All along. Right. They're just backstabbing America. It's crazy to hear Earl call in and try and, you know, say like, oh, you just say anybody that doesn't toe the party line with Donald Trump is a is a turncoat. Like, you know, people who don't toe the party line are turncoats, but if you don't back Trump, that, that's up to you unless you 
you know, will use that to beg Donald Trump to help you, you know, achieve something. And then as soon as you get it, then you turn around and stick the knife in. Yep. Yeah. That guy was on thin ice and um, Trump came in and protected him. McMaster was going was going for him. It's going to uh, reassign him. This uh, Ezra Cohen hyphenated last name guy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always positive when you got a man with a hyphenated name. Right. <laughs> it's very leery. Reminds me of Mark Ridley Thomas, who used to be a either a I think he was a commissioner, county commissioner, or something like that. Anyway, the way I see it is if I, w- I only want to vote for people who the entire left is against. If if you've got your target on your back from everyone on the left, you're you're bona fide. You're you're legit. You you, you know you pass the test. We we want you in office. Yeah, you're maybe to fight every day for your life. I like uh, Josh Howley. And I love uh, I love uh, Taylor Green, like these people that are just under constant assault. Like I, I feel like those people have passed the test. They're, you know, they're willing to go that extra mile and fight for what's right. You know, I don't trust Ma- Marjorie Taylor Green because, well, she has a hyphenated last name, and then she's like a <laughs> yeah, she's okay a woman. A lady, she, does, I guess. she doesn't really belong in there. But I do like her stances. I like that she's I like, I like stood on what's fight. right. I like somebody that I like somebody that'll fight. I like somebody that'll yeah. take it and but you I know against every all the odds. Honestly, I have to. I can't just go by what the left is attacking. Although that does help you, like makes you have to look look at these people, but. <laughs> I kind of, you have to look at the people themselves. Josh Hawley has been kind of hit and miss, honestly. He's not as solid as as some might think. I'd go a lot further with him than the rest of the majority of the Republican Party, though. For sure. Definitely. He's still, he's still one that, I'll take anybody that'll stand up for themselves. Right. Like, and not, and not just cower down because they were told, told to by the left and they got in trouble. Yeah. So yeah. I want somebody that's at least willing to back it up. You it know, just, he may not be perfect on every issue and may not have the the great, you know, stance for everything, but yes. at least he has the conviction to stand up for himself. It just seems like a big performance, though, you know? Like, these people yeah. are not truly fighting. They're just, they're just kind of like the rest of America, just living their lives trying to make it. <laughs> and they're weak people, generally... Still, even though they're maybe they're polished in some way or they're they're charming in some way, charming enough to become a politician and to fool enough people to vote for them. But and that's true. They I think all there seem is, like they're just funny performers. Yeah, I just don't know that I feel so that way about Taylor Green and Howley. And you know, there's about nine, I guess, Republican people that I can think of that are that are pretty strong. Jim Jordan, you know, that that hold down and. They seem like they at least back themselves up. They have the conviction to, to at least, whether it's right or wrong, you know, at least they have the conviction to stand up for themselves. Just keep an eye on them, man, because including Jim Jordan, all those guys, I do not trust any of them. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me one Republican that, that you'd be like, yeah, that guy, except for Donald Trump. You know, give me give me one that stands out there. and Clarence Thomas. Does. Yeah. But he, you say Clarence Thomas? Yeah. But he's not really uh he's, he's not a he's not a representative he's a judge <laughs> yeah. his his seat's for life give me a give me a representative that that actually has something on the line that can 
yeah. or something to lose. No, I mean, those are the guys that you would turn to and hope that they would do the right thing. But I just don't right. trust them to be trust solid. Trust and the government don't go together. So that's, yeah, yeah, for I sure. That, that should definitely go right out the window as far as we're saying trust. Yeah. I don't trust any politician. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully those guys come through. And we all have to do our part, for sure, because it's a sinking ship right now. Yeah, it, it's a, we got a whole ship of rats. <laughs> yeah. I want to see, I'm, I'm interested to see who, if, we, if we are able to primary some of these, like, Mitch McConnells out and see who they kind of try and put in their place. That would be amazing. You know, it's interesting, people call for uh, term limits, right? And I right. like the idea, but somebody yeah. has, there is this center-left guy who's... Somewhat nationalist, maybe, if there is such a thing, um, who's like a liberal, um, who said term limits are just going to make it so that just novices, meaning newcomers, people who don't really know how it works, come into the government and they have no power. Meanwhile, the deep state that has been the deep state for ages, people who are lifelong career bureaucrats, are well familiar with what goes on, and they're going to just run roughshod over the newcomer politicians, which is going to be perpetual newcomer politicians. So and I think that's what you see with like the Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah, and even Josh Hawley is that they're kind of young blood, and they're like they're not, you know, able to, you know, really stand up against the Pelosi's and the McCarthy's. McCarthy's. Which one is McCarthy? He's Republican. Okay. Oh yeah. I think he's the Kevin McCarthy right now. Kevin McCarthy, yeah. right? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Rhino. Like, but these people have been in office for so long. They, you know, they work for the, you know, the same contracts that have been paying the bills for so long. Yep. Like they know where their paycheck comes from and where their, you know, where their money comes from. Yes. Yeah. Interesting points, man. I appreciate it, Bobby. It's good to hear from you. Always a pleasure. All right. Take care. You too. I'm going to get to uh, Ramon in San Jose next. I got the lines are almost full, one line open. But quickly, I just want to cover this story for you guys. This came out of the Washington Compost a few days ago, Saturday, I think. Shared by the Houston Chronicle, I think. A New York Police Department cop allegedly confessed to aiding in Malcolm X's assassination. His daughter says the letter is fake. It's written by Derek Hawkins. And I don't know anything about this Derek Hawkins guy. I know the Washington Compost is not exactly to be trusted. But they have this huge budget and huge agency that allegedly reports news, right? So sometimes they get some factual information that may be useful. Not that this Malcolm X thing is, it's ancient history, right? Malcolm X was assassinated, wasn't he assassinated in like the mid-60s? Give me a break. But they're trying to say, oh, it wasn't the Nation of Islam who, who assassinated him, or members of the Nation of Islam. Yeah, 1965. Thank you, Joel. It was the FBI and the NYPD. So a letter purporting to contain New York Police Department's officer's deathbed confession about his involvement in the assassination of Malcolm X is a fake, according to the officer's daughter, Friday. Adding another wrinkle to the decades-long investigation into the civil rights, so-called civil rights leader's killing. And, you know, 
I wouldn't put anything past the FBI. Maybe even like the corrupt, well, I say corrupt, but I mean big organization like NYPD. Whole lot of politicians can get in there, right? Politicians, corruption. Yeah, it was a fake letter. Earl wrote it. Nah. <laughs> Both MLK and Malcolm X were killed at 39. 39. 3 times 13 is 39. Conspiracy? <laughs> I think not. No, uh, yeah, supposedly this Raymond A. Wood guy, he purportedly admitted to helping arrest members of Malcolm X's security team days before the 1965 assassination. But Kelly Wood says in an interview with NY1, my father is not a coward. He would never, ever ask anybody to speak on his behalf after his passing. If he had something to say, he would have said it when he was alive. I'm certain of that. I don't know. What a mess. Benjamin Crump and uh, Wood's cousin Reggie Wood were um, were th- pushing this release of this letter, allegedly. Benjamin Crump, that guy, that Black Lives Matter lawyer. I don't know what to say about that. Sounds like shenanigans. Anyway, it's just dredging up. Just old grudges, basically. What is it any more than just a grudge if it's four decades later? Unless you uh, get the people who pulled the trigger and any mastermind who may have been involved. Other than that, not interested. And honestly, still not interested. (laughs) Uh, And I told you um, that Obama supports reparations. So does Biden. The Biden administration. They have this guy who's in charge of, I don't know, he's some top official. Um, Richmond, Cedric Richmond, who used to be in the House of Representatives for 10 years, from 2011 to 2021. Now he's with the Biden administration. And taxpayers would foot the bill to, to free tuition to historically black colleges. What a mess. All... A bunch of victimhood and handouts and power and mess. Who was I going to get to next? Did he drop? Let me get to Ramon in San Jose, California. Ramon, how are you doing? Hey, man. uh, Doing all right. Uh, Another day. Nice. Yeah, before I get to what I got, uh, I was going to say about the last caller. Uh, He said uh, another Republican representative. Yeah. Look into uh, Paul Gosar. He's a good one. Oh, yeah. He's, he From spoke Arizona. at, uh, yeah, he's in the, he spoke at AFPAC. Yeah. He's, yeah. I really liked, uh, Steve, uh, King's speech. It was a good one. You know, I only listened to the first five or six minutes of Representative Steve King's speech, and I played for you guys four minutes of it about the, uh, South. The South? Yeah. 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 He did. Yeah. The South. But, Somebody made a strange comment that seemed to imply that Steve King was taking back things that he had said in the past, which I didn't really get the notion that that's what he would do, but I haven't heard Uh the rest of his speech, so 
I don't know. Maybe it was just somebody misreading his speech uh, to be weakness or something. I don't. No, I didn't really he, understand. Because he, he was uh, when he brought that up, he was talking about how the left uh, changes the, the our symbols and right like how white nationalists used to mean something else. Now they changed it, and and everybody goes along with it. You know. Yeah. Instead of standing up and saying no, this is what it actually means. Yep. Interesting. But yeah. Yeah, so that he, yeah, Paul Gosar. Yeah, and then, Paul uh, Gosar, who, where is he from? Arizona? Uh, Arizona, yeah. Okay. He's from, uh, he's a, he's the House of Representatives from Arizona. I think he was one of the first ones that, I think, one of them, or the first one that, that was gonna, uh, challenge the vote. Oh, so he's, yes, he's, he's, I know that much. Record. I do know that. Yeah, and he wants to give out, a $10,000 for stimulus for the people. <laughs> okay. But but he's the way he wants to do that is to take it away from the federal from the instead of giving foreign aid, give it to the people that need it. That uh, would be America. awesome. I think that's a long yeah. shot, but that would be great. Yeah, right. <laughs> I heard that he had a great speech too. I didn't catch any of it, and the YouTube video that had it seems to have been yeah. taken down. I couldn't find it in my hist- my watch history, which is odd. Yeah, this uh, shadow band or something. Worse than that, I think it's been outright deleted. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and then on on, uh, on voting limits, uh, I mean term limits. Yeah, I think uh, I think our voting is the term limit. You know, like I don't think we should do voting limits. Okay, so, term we limits. Gotta, we got to get back. We got to get back to voting them out when they do something we don't like. You know. Yes, we need a we yeah. need the people to change, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They they want to add all these because like you you know it's better to have someone there to get the experience and get the connections, and, and if we put a good person in there, then, you know, why, why would we even want them to leave? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, so, all right, so about the CPAC, uh, I just want to get your comment on uh, what, what do you think about that video where they were wheeling out a golden Trump? Oh, I didn't see that video. I saw a picture yeah. of it in a headline, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, you know, for me, my first thoughts were like, wow, a little too much, you know, a little like too much it, on the edge of like, kind of like uh, a golden, golden calf. like a golden calf, like an idol. It, yeah, yeah, that's strange. Know. It just shows that, for, like you know, uh, you know, you know, I have I have hope, yeah, that the uh, America could come back from this. But it's like, man, do the majority, left or right, is a little too much into it. You know what I mean? They're taking the joke too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's this. There was this poll that came out. Actually, the CPAC ha- held. CPAC is known for holding a poll in terms of who would you want to be president, right? So Trump, of course, dominated that poll. And I was happy to learn that Ron DeSantis was uh, right behind him or, you know, a ways behind him, but in second place, the only other. Yeah, I've seen that poll uh, with with Trump on the ticket. Trump wins, but if, if there was no Trump, Ron DeSantis wins the whole thing. I kind of like Ron DeSantis. I don't know much about him. I hope he stays strong, but uh, yeah. I'm pleased with that guy. He seems to be, yeah, his first term, if anything, so he, stronger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his first term. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it, to me, like I like Trump, but you know, like I've put it like a you know, like how Jesse says, put a space between us. Yes, and um, you know, because there's a lot of things I don't like that he's done, and 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 far as uh, you know, um, the gay agenda, and then right. on top of that, the uh. The um, what's him call it? Uh, like how he, especially like lately, he he endorses some bad people. Like, you know what I mean? Not not so good people. Yeah. 
or people that or people that have gone against them in the past and and he and he uh and he still ends up endorsing them right just look at the people he hires you know it's like come on man <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he yeah, that guy I, I don't even honestly necessarily want him to run in 2024 unless he w- right. really wants to but what's who yeah. knows what's going to happen in 2024 or between yeah. now and then i if he does i would support him of course but i don't know that I'm like, oh, I want Trump in 2024. I yeah. I want him to be powerful now, in for what's right. Yeah, it's a, it was a net positive because like a lot of people say, it's, when I hear it's Trump's party, I mean, I mean I, that's cool, but I I would like to look at it as more as a you know a America first kind of not yeah. Nate Fuentes America first, but like a real the slogan America first. That's right. why Trump channeled that you know that's why he's the symbol of that right now yeah but like you know we just gotta keep going progressing you know yeah he was a good star he's a net positive all around yeah but you know you know we thought we gotta get you know still hammer that in that like you know we want to bring the family back we want to bring our yes. values back and right. so you know it, trump was a good start honestly because you know who else would have started it it woke a lot of people up and but a lot of like i see but then i see like the golden trump i'm like man these people I don't know what the heck, you know, like, yeah, like, no, he's not take everything he says golden, you know, like there's some things that he needs to work on as well. Trump. Yeah. He's not and the Trump. man. He's a man. And we've been, yeah, there you go. we've been wanting a man in office and thank God he was in office, but we need yeah. more men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not just about him. Like Donald, like Donald Trump Jr. He doesn't seem so solid. Like, you know, people don't want to look at their personal lives or the politicians and stuff, but. You know, you got to, you know, why is he dating yes. the older women that, you know, he's right. he got kids and stuff, you know? Yep, I There's agree. Wrong there. Yeah, I hope that that guy so is able to shake say. out of that. Yeah, Don yeah. Jr., I, I wish him well. I, I love the guy. I hope he shakes out of this mess that he's getting himself yeah. into right now, though. Yeah, it's never too late. Just look at his dad, right? <laughs> right, very true. Right on, Ramon. All right, man. Appreciate All right, you. Thank you, too. All right, thank you. Definitely. Take care. Bye-bye. Very nice. Daryl is a first-time caller in Virginia, wants to talk about the election shenanigans. And then I'll get to Art in Ohio and the rest of you guys. Daryl, what's up? How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Hake. Uh, I, I, I think that, that you got to be really corrupt to run uh, for office. Um, I mean, I don't think there's, any, there's no way that you could actually win uh, an office if you're not corrupt. You they think want, so? They want... Yeah, I think for sure. Be, I think, yeah, politicians no have exceptions, to be corrupt, no exceptions. I don't Dang. think there's any exceptions. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I don't see any other. I mean, you, you got to be a person that has to lie and treat people like you know they're inferior. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what do you mean, treat people like I they're that, inferior? That they're they're basically beneath you, and that they're stupid. And they're basically, they will believe anything that you say. And, um, but there are people like that. Yeah, that, they are. There's a lot of them. Yeah, that's, 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 that's that doesn't sound corrupt to me to, to, to know that many people are stupid and suckers. People are, in fact, I wish politicians would treat people more like they're suckers. The fact that they're suckers. The problem no, they, is they, politicians they, don't treat them like that. Politicians refuse yeah. to call people suckers. When they are <laughs> brainwashed, you know. Yeah. 
But they're really. I mean, lying in itself is not necessarily corrupt because there's a time to lie, right? I would think. Well, if you're telling somebody that you're not going to do something, such as uh, opening up the borders, and uh, such as uh, raising your taxes. I mean, things like that, that's going to, you know, change. It uh, basically uh, changes uh, people's lives. Right. Um, th- that's the big lie. I don't think it's a small lie. I yeah, those are big lies. big lies. In some cases, these politicians make well meaning promises, but then when they get into the reality of the situation, stuff has to change. St- like, stuff changes. And you have to make compromises, and then you do end up doing stuff that you didn't want to do or you didn't, that you said you wouldn't do. Well, o- Obama uh, was, said that he was a Christian man, <laughs> yeah. was a family man, and, and then he came out and at the end of his uh, terms, uh, term, on his second term, said, um, uh, every, every gay can get married now. Right. All gays can get married now. No, you know what? He said that before the end of his first term, I remember. Because it was at the tail end of his first term, and then the blacks still voted for him, even though they were, some of them were like, but that's not Christian, but I still have to vote for him, because I'm never going to vote for Mitt Romney. <laughs> it yeah. was at the end of his first term. Anyway, yeah, you're right, though. He was a liar. Yeah. Um, I heard he that something like David Axelrod came out and, oh yeah, I heard it on, Bill Lockwood said it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I think David Axelrod said that that was an outright lie that he was not for same-sex marriage. And in fact, Jesse Lee Peterson knew it before he was ever elected. And he was, was quote-unquote, fact-checked by um, the, some local reporter, right, with a, C, a local CBS or NBC news, said, he said that he's not for same-sex marriage. And Jesse says, he's lying. He's for it. <laughs> You're right about, I don't know, though, if you have to be corrupt you have to be shrewd to be a politician. Shrewd? Yeah, shrewd. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah. You have to be, you have to be all types of, I mean, I, I just noticed that every, polit- I, I would say 80% of politicians are uh, attorneys. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I hate that. that. That are basically, well, I think they're, their qualifications to be a lawyer, you have to be a good liar. Yeah. And <laughs> that's uh, basically you uh, have to know how to stab people in the back. Yeah. And uh, treat people like, you know, they're no good. They're inferior to you. I hate the fact that we have so many lawyers just dominating the country and so-called judges. They're the, some of the worst people in the world, and they, they are yeah. long-winded, they put stuff that's so complicated and wordy into their laws. They have multi-hundreds or thousands of pages in these bills that they write. And it's just trash. They're enemies of yep. America. It should be simple. One line. Close the border, build the wall. <laughs> that's all you have exactly. to have. And, but they have to yeah, put in all these exceptions. And it's evil. Exceptions, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a shame. Yeah. I appreciate it. So how how are we, we going to fix this? Um, just standing up for what's right in your own life, and that will set a good example. It'll cause it'll cause more people to wake up and 
will f- keep on fighting for what's right in the country because stuff may look impossible to you and me. Like, it may look like it's going towards people st- think that stuff is going to civil war and all that stuff. We don't know what the future is. We really don't know. And we don't know what it's going to take to change stuff. You just don't stop. You know, when you're trying to get something done, sometimes you don't stop and you never know which thing is going to make it finally work. But you keep on working at it to fix stuff until it's fixed. So you just don't give up. Well, that's, that's a good philosophy. Yeah. Look at, no, look at um, Jesse Lee Peterson. He's been at this 31 years. And mm-hmm. um, been kicked off of radio shows and uh, TV shows and all kinds of stuff. Banned from stations. And, you know, all kinds of different things. Threats and all that stuff. And so many people don't because listen. Because the truth. Yeah, so many people don't listen. But yet, because he hasn't stopped, like, more people than ever are still, are, like, waking up and changing their lives around. And hey, you, you and Jesse are the only people that I know, only per, uh, people that I know on the radio that tell the truth. I, wow, I, that's I, bad. I haven't found one person <laughs> other than you guys that tell. Well, other than Colin, uh, Colin Flaherty. Nice, Colin Flaherty, <laughs> solid guy. Yeah, solid guy. He's a good guy. He does. He tells the truth also, but he's that's why they throw him off to YouTube and right. all the other platforms that are out there. I mean, he's uh, every time I go and try to watch one of his videos, and I basically send one of his videos to. My friends try to prove to them that there is a problem out there, like the black uh, teenagers' violence, basically in schools and in malls, and and um, they're they're basically are deplatforming him. They're basically taking all his videos down. And yeah, you can't find anything on he, him anymore. I mean, I know that he went to Minds.com. Is he still on Minds.com? Minds. A few of his few of his things are, but. I mean, he doesn't have his full catalog like he used to have. On right. YouTube. Yeah, so much of his stuff got just taken down. No recourse. All just for just sharing the truth. Without yeah. racism, uh, without rancor, as he always says. <laughs> just a yeah. decent guy. Uh, I, 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 bought the, I bought his books. Yeah, uh, I did like too. Uh, yeah, I have many uh, of his books. Bleed a lot. Yeah. Like bleed a lot, and also... Uh, uh, the, the one that uh, the other one I got was, uh, uh, but uh, the one uh, who got his don't got the name of the don't book. make the black kids angry. Black kids angry, exactly. Yeah. Don't make the black kids angry. I also bought knockout. I bought this book called this shorter book called Knockout Game a, a Lie. Oh, uh, heck no! Well, he didn't say <laughs> heck, but he said hell. <laughs> but. Uh, oh. No, he has some good work out there. Maybe he should get, somebody should work with him, like a young person should work with him and catalog all of his stuff on a platform like BitChute or something that cannot get taken down. Or Rumble. Rumble would be great. Uh, Maybe both. And Odyssey. And just put out his catalog, just his whole back catalog, so that people have access to it. Because YouTube just took down his channel after channel after channel of his. And I think he got yeah, sick I of it. Email, I had his email at one time. I don't, I don't know where I could even get in contact with him anymore. Um, I know that 
Jesse was one of his friends. I'm uh, I'm sure Jesse know how knows uh, how to get in uh, touch with him. It's ColinFlaherty.com. C O L I N F L A H E R T Y. Dot com. He has a contact section. I don't know if his email is still working, but you can um, you can contact him through the through the website. There, there is an email and a uh, phone number and a contact form that you can try yeah. out. Um, there is a link to his minds minds dot com and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. So well, yeah, callingflarity dot com. And it says, this Uh-oh. channel is NSFW, not safe for work. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. What was his last remind? Two days ago, he reminded, remind is like retweet on minds.com. Uh, VDare. Uh-huh. And so he's retweeting VDare and other things. I don't see a whole lot of his own activity. I know he's had some health issues relatively recently, so I don't know. Yeah, but he's a great journalist. Didn't didn't he go out there in this election? Uh, on um, he actually had they had a they actually marched. I believe it was in other in New Jersey or uh, during this election. That actually the previous election that we just had. Oh yeah, I don't he know. Actually, did a march. I'm not, and uh, I would, hadn't heard that. Has he been yeah, banned from Twitter? Yeah, I think he's banned from Twitter. I, I try to find him on Twitter. I can't find him. Oh, no, he's still on here. Facebook. He's still on there. Colin Flaherty on Twitter. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's just he's just under the weather, he says. Oh, he is? Yeah, okay. 18 hours ago, somebody tweeted, is Colin okay? And he tweeted, under the weather, just yesterday. Oh, under the weather. I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, me too. And we should be praying for him. Yeah. Anyway, I'm 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 praying for you. Also, I heard you hurt your back, so I'm sorry to hear that. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for the support, Daryl. It's good to hear from you. Okay. All right. Good, good to listen to you also. Take care. All right. You as Have well. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. Very nice. Art in Ohio has been on hold forever. You have as a response for Earl. Art, how are you doing? What's up with Hank, my main man? Nothing much. How about you? I'm all right. Alpha dog, Shaggy. <laughs> what? So, yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> no, Earl was, <laughs> Earl was talking about uh, he had a bridge or something for sale, and it's like, Oh, Dude, yeah. we know you. Yeah, we know you work in maintenance for the city. You better get back to work and quit looking at the bridge for they fire you. What you go there smoking pot on, on the side of the bridge? You don't <laughs> got no dang on brick, no dang on bridge for sale, young man. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to call me a sucker, which is rich. Yeah. coming from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my thing. My thing is, uh, okay, then my other thing, I shout out to that uh, Bill Lockwood dude from uh, Jesse Lee uh, Peterson, because I watched that earlier. Yes. And he was, uh, he was, he was definitely, uh, definitely uh, on point. Yep. And then dude, dude, I think dude called in. I, I hate to just go back to his show, but I just want to make a quick point because it carries on to okay. uh, something that happened on, your, happened on your show. Long story, it was a dude that called and was like, uh, with... He was like, basically, he can't get into the Bible and the Christianity thing, and uh, how does that come into uh, 
the Bible come into your morals or whatnot. Well, how the Bible comes into your morals is that it tells you that uh, you can't kill, uh, you have freedom to uh, run the land. All, all that comes unless you know and you get that your moral compass from the Bible. And when you stare away from that, that's just like a kid uh, as a baby pushing or hurting another kid. He doesn't know that he's hurting another kid until he learns that from his parents. Like, you can't do that. No, that's bad. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't actually, you, that's just like even a dog biting you. A dog really don't know he's biting you or hurting you until he sees the reaction and knows he's hurting you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, so your Bible is where you're going to get uh, you gonna uh, get your compass. And then when you steer away from that, that's where you see all this gay nonsense, the women running the house, not listening, the, uh, these young, younger generation, whites and blacks, they killing and ki- uh, getting killed at early ages, let alone these females wonder why in these houses the kids don't listen to, uh, listen to them because you don't listen to them. You right. want somebody to listen to you, but you don't listen to them. Then they, the kids end up growing up getting hurt. Say, then my other thing is uh, with the Confederate flag uh, that you was uh, talking about, and that's, that goes to Donnie Armour, too. I heard him yesterday, too, that, nice. uh, with the uh, with the uh, Bible and the Moors. That's why I had to run through that, too. Okay. So uh, with, the Confederate, uh, with the Confederate flag. So, Grant, what happened with the situation with Grant? Was my – was my did, – did Grant turn – did Grant fought for – basically the conservative for us to be on capitalism, right? So Grant, Ulysses S. Grant, the general, was the Union general, and he was on the side of the North. And he, um, General Robert E. Lee, surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant um, in the, I don't know, where. I forget where. (laughs) Oh, Ulysses. So Robert Lee, Robert Lee was the uh, was the con- was the Confederate. Yeah. Actually, one of them, one of them. Now I don't know if I'm, one of them would turn and was allegedly killing the Indians or whatnot, and they had to uh, capturing and bringing in. I don't know who, which one it oh. was, or how it went, how it went down, yeah, or whatnot. But just as, as far as the Confederate, the Confederate flag, my thing is this: with that, y'all want to tear down all the history. I'm talking about the libtards, liberals, the yeah. debaters. You want to tear down all these statues and flags or whatnot. But then I ride down the street up here in uh, Ohio and see a Mexican flag or whatnot. Yeah. Hey, proud. They don't got no problem with that. They got the Mexican flag just a flying. <laughs> and you yeah. over here, you just, over, you just over here in America taking up and getting all the uh, benefits of what my uh, Negro people and the uh, Indians uh, died and uh, died for. And, uh, and it's so sad that the Negroes don't seem to understand that. And then had the nerve. And then that's another thing that, uh, that kills me, too, about these libtars, is that y'all want to let everybody come over here. Everybody doesn't have the concept and understand capitalism and doesn't have the same Christian values and uh, feel about and feel the same way you feel about being able to freak, uh, uh, speak freely or to have your freedom to carry, have a gun or any other amendments. A lot of them people are coming over here. They're all against that, so they're caring against all the stuff that we are accustomed to over the last 50, 100, however the long America. You see what I'm saying? With the, uh, with the, uh, with the amendments and stuff. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I totally see what you're saying. That's partly why I don't like these people coming over here, because they don't have the same concept of freedom and, yeah. and America. They don't believe in freedom of speech or morals or 
Christianity or or the freedom to carry guns and all that stuff. They're a bunch of yeah. evil people, and then their children are even worse. Okay, so prime example. Let me give you an example. Let me give you another example. All right, so if if okay, say stay close hey, to hey, your hey, phone, boy. Art. You're coming. To, you're coming okay. across weird. That's my. Okay, that's my fault. So, okay, let's say we say Hake bought uh, bought a house. More than likely, Hake is going to take care of the house and appreciate it because he bought that and he had the blood, sweat, and tears. You right. know what I'm saying? Take, for instance, if I didn't, I'm just going to uh, not take care. I'm a trash sister. Just say somebody gave me a house. I'm going to end up just not, I, not taking care of any trash. Not all, not all, not all. But most would just just let it go because they didn't work 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 for it, and they ain't gonna want to keep up on the maintenance because they think that every time something messed up, this something's gonna be handed out to them. So my thing is this: what make the American people with thinking letting everybody come over here all like it's cool? That they gonna appreciate America and want to stand up and fight for something that they never worked to build up? Woo! I'm on fire. <laughs> Woo! I'm Very on true, fire. Art. Yeah, they don't appreciate America. Very true. Good point. Mm. Man, God bless you. God bless you. Oh, one more thing, heck, before I get off here. Go for it. And with these, with these, with these females, don't uh, understand down here in these, uh, in these courts or whatnot. I just came had to go to court. Is that y'all really backing yourself in the corner once again? Just like I said, you roll with the betas. Now everybody's sitting here watching and. We see what's going on, and uh, people not let alone listening to you. Uh, we gonna we gonna vote you out, and it's gonna you making it harder for the next female generation. that's gonna because uh, we gonna have to weed through them and make sure they ain't like you live towards. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, uh, I don't, I don't, and I had to check myself too. I ain't trying to uh, bash or uh, try to come come down on uh, Maze too hard. I just be trying to be a. Uh, uh, be funny or whatnot, and get my get my point uh point across. Uh, cause I'm an '80s baby, and we built we built tough. So you know, we uh we dish it out, and we can take it. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, Art, appreciate that. Hey, God bless you. Hey, you keep up the good work. Tell Nick, uh, Chris, Jesse, and uh, Chris. Did I miss anybody? Joel. Yep. I got it. Got everybody in uh in in the cast, man. Uh, have a good one. Thank you. You too, Art. Take care. Yeah, hey, and we and we still rolling with Trump. That's right. <laughs> Take care. Yep. Nice. Pace says Nick, which is Nick for peace. <laughs> Let me get to Dylan in Nashville, Tennessee. He wants to comment on the Kinsey report. Dylan, what's up? Dude, what's going on? Hey, Love not much. Show, man. Thank you. All right. Um, so. You all were talking about how Amazon kind of abandoned books and stuff right now. Yes. Earlier. Yep. And uh, kind of kind of got my wheels turning a little bit with uh, some research I did a couple years back about. Uh, are you are you aware of who Alfred Kinsey is? In the I Kinsey totally recognize the name, but I'm blanking on what he was about. Basically, this is a guy who wrote two books: uh, the sexual behavior of male and female. Okay. Which, in my opinion, are probably two of the most damaging books that have ever been written. Okay. Because uh, this is really the guy who really ushered in a lot of the free love movement of the 60s. Wow. And he is the guy who is basically all of the school's sexual education courses for young children and stuff are based off this dude's books. Yeah. And his books are, it is vile filth. 
you yeah. know, because I, <laughs> like, literally, when you look in these books, and, and uh, back to my point, though, Amazon is still selling these books. <laughs> right. And notice, whenever you all were talking about a lot of their policies that of the books they're not going to sell when it got into pedophilia, when it got into hate speech, yada, yada. Right. I don't, anybody who has the time, look into those books and look at these table of contents when it says two-month-old, three-month-old, one-year-old, five-year-old, uh-huh. and what it says about them and their sexual behaviors. Basically, this is someone who believed that human beings are sexual beings from the second they're born. That's crazy. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it's vile filth. And these and this is still a guy that our schools are getting their sexual education courses from. Yeah. It was degenerate behavior. And I believe it's responsible for this degenerative generation that we have right now. In part, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, these people who are um influencers and uh all that stuff, they're evil people. Sick. I mean, I, I really I really couldn't believe it. Whenever you see the wordage that this guy uses, and then you understand, this is a guy that was just a perverted person. Yeah. Who was trying to use, because he has degrees, that he's a quote-unquote biologist and scientist. This man was abusing children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, this is the guy, and this is the guy we're going to listen to for how we educate children on sexual behaviors. And I feel like this says an immense amount right here. <laughs> the LGBT community gives this guy an award basically on their, it's something in Chicago uh-huh. that's like this walk of influential people to the movement. Yeah. Well, guess who's right there? Him. <laughs> that's who they give credit, Wow, you know, for so many things. And this is an evil, evil person. That is, it seems like a sicko. Seems like a sicko. I'm yeah. looking up his Wikipedia right now, Alfred Kinsey. Yeah, I recognize the name and the Kinsey report and stuff like that. I just couldn't place what, what uh, it was about. But yeah, oh, and keep, definitely a sicko. Keep in mind, keep in mind, this is a guy at Indiana University. The Kinsey Institute is still around today and praised as this great place. That's founded on a crazy guy. Yeah. No, <laughs> me, no. What? I mean, common sense says these people are, and everybody who supports this stuff is nuts. And the stuff that they support is nuts. Absolutely. Obama wanted more? Obama wanted sex education for. Kids as young as five or six years old, kindergartners, Gosh. and Gosh, I mean, and they call it age appropriate sexual education, sex ed, and you have females who fall for this stuff and female minded liberals. It's a, Amen. Hey. it's pretty sick. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan, Amen. for the reminder. Hey. Appreciate that. It's good to hear from you. Hey, God bless you. Hey, you all right. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye. I cannot get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. He wanted to cut. Co- Comment on the Capitol, quote-unquote, riot. Blaze and Hogs and the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you, but thank you and shout-out to all of the supporters, including Brandon M., Dan East, Dark Side of the Bear, What, Marcus Jones Stinks, Cobra Koi 99, Shaggy Boy, Fabrietz, William A., Asmador, Total Nonek, and all you guys appreciate that. And, uh, of course, the Streamlabs supporters, streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report, Hot Computer Smell, Noah's Art, Kansas, and all you guys, thehakereport.com for my stuff, jessieleepeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Thanks, guys. Take care.
Yeah, yeah. 